And now, a little bit more. Hey, hey. my name's Austin, and you're watching Disney Channel. I've been waiting all day to say that. <laughs> uh, Wait, do the thing. Ow. Do the. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Damn it! I wish I had something cool. On camera. Like a glow stick. Mm-hmm. I have no glow oh sticks. Oh goodness! Hey, we're here to talk. Cause you guys, look, you guys seem like you've been going through some things and you need some stuff to talk about. So, we've came here to talk about some megamorphs. Ooh boy! <laughs> uh, the humegamoles, if you will. The human megamorphs. The megamorphs. I don't know. Oh, where was that heat? Where was that heat before we recorded them, man? Come on! <laughs> I, I saved it so explicitly. <laughs> Um, we normally have a, a checklist for this, don't we? It's been a while since Ooh. we've done a Hurak the Lest. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, let me look at it. So, um, fuck that one. <laughs> we start with fan questions. Get off Tinder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, ah, hit that hit me late. Yeah, um, uh, slow burn on that one. <laughs> So, oh, I like that Rockto Lest is, is centered on Corey's face. Yeah, it's like he's, he's saying it him talking. now yeah. a little bit. Nice. Uh, let's, let's just jump into the fan questions. Um, Shit. Right we'll get those. Not out of, We'll address those and then go to our, our other stuff. Uh, so the first one is from Tony's90 on our Discord. He says, as someone who listens, to the, uh, listens and doesn't stream the sessions... How much time or effort did you put into your backstory? There seems to be a lot of interaction and background knowledge with some of the NPCs. How much of that is character-driven versus what Austin gave you? Uh, who wants to go first? All right. I'll Nate. volunteer. All right, Keith. Shit. All right, one uh -oh. of you. Okay, well, I mean, I'll volunteer. Miles. Um, <laughs> yeah, Miles, you go. You. Great answer, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, for Reese specifically, um, I basically just gave Austin a rundown of the vibe that Reese puts off. And, um, like, I gave him the fact that he has uh, two parents that he lives at home with in this kind of, like, Midwestern idyllic uh, kind of uh, nuclear family. Um, and uh, he actually helped me come up with their first their both of their first names um and uh yeah we we kind of developed a lot of the the finer details together uh in the character creation process um but yeah beyond uh just that uh it was more about getting uh getting reese to feel like a real teenager real person because um, I already had the the kind of concept swimming around in my in my back brain, but yeah, uh, that that's basically it. Um, we we like rounded out the vibe of uh, of the whole family unit, and then carried on forward with with the finer details together in in tandem. All right, now Nate. Yeah. Uh cool skateboard boy I think was 
like 90% of the character creation, and then we added TikTok, or it might have gone the other way around. No, no, well, either way, it was like 90s skateboard boy, like, because when we first started, we didn't know exactly, I guess, where we were going to go, and he was like, I want to be like that grungy 90s, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then we, like like with any good uh, role-playing experience, character creation took place with the DM. And we uh, determined, yeah, I don't know, what his parents were like. They suck. Uh, what his home life is like. It's pretty rad. Um, and I don't know. Did you just switch ears? Yep, and we're on backwards. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Zach's not interesting enough to have needed a lot of backstory. Yeah. He's the Jake, so... <laughs> He kind of sucks. Hollow template that anyone can yeah. kind of, uh, put themselves into the place of. Yeah, he is leader. Okay, good. That's it. <laughs> I try. I did want to make him. Um, I did want to try to like have a reason for him to be strategically like good at strategy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of made him business minded. Like yeah. he's focused on that, and the TikTok thing seemed like a good way to do that. I forgot that that was kind of yeah backwards fed in. Yeah. But uh, yeah, making him. Making him cool. That was mostly all I was interested in doing. I'll t- I'll touch on all of your alls as we as we go back because uh, I ha- I have something to say about it just being he, he, like him being an empty shell or something like that. Yeah, I have something to say is. about that. Well, yeah. uh, I, no, 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 not yeah. not anything like that. Uh, Corey, Corey, you want to go? Um, I so a lot of some of the things that have come up were because of discussions um, on session zero. Uh, But I, for as far as the things that I had that I brought when I made Grant, um, I uh, wanted him to be someone who put on a lot of airs about being this like tough punk dude but like so much of that being a veneer just a fucking thin veil to to cover up who he actually is um i had his parents and the um relationship with ricky especially fleshed out when i brought it to austin um it was at session zero and then through some conversations that we decided that Zach and Grant are very good friends and that one of we actually decided that the video where uh, Zach's TikTok ticks off is uh, Grant eating shit on a skateboard. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> Two Chumbawamba's tub thumping. Yeah. And very I important actually, detail. This has not come up in game yet, but I did demand from Austin that Grant takes a negative to i think ongoing to skateboarding uh so even though he's good at acrobatics and stuff like he he will always have that for skateboarding wait till the the time you guys are in las vegas doing a crazy fucking mission and you're at the top of that thing and you have to skateboard down it's just you and zach he's got we've flown to france and you gotta grind the like motherfucker Um, not again but Grant's the, favorite enemy is skateboards. Yep. The <laughs> one that really came uh, and is a good segue into another thing is that 
um, from basically session zero after talking to each other and getting to know each other, Alex and I talked a little bit and decided that we wanted to have Grant and Savannah fucking detest each other and that to uh, get resolved eventually, but it needed to be a process. Awesome. All right, I guess this is where I jump in yeah. with the transition, nope. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when creating Savannah, as with all things in my life, Austin had to hold my hand through it all and tell me it would be okay. <laughs> with all things. <laughs> with all things in life. Taxes, are, they're a real bitch. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell him that, Austin. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, no, I... I like literally was like i don't know um i think the one character thing that i came to austin with was i came in with this idea of like i i know that i don't want to build any of the animorphs and i kind of knew how to avoid that since i've spent like over 200 published hours talking about it god knows how many like actual hours and i was like okay so i have this character i want her to be like really like find it really hard to go against like the wishes of the group and then eventually kind of have to break out of that because Alex wants to learn how to play D and D by following everybody's example and then get to make her character <laughs> later. Um, but then after that kind of was in place and like building stuff out with, with Corey and with everybody really, cause we've all kind of back channeled at least a little bit about like our characters together. Um, now I have a full novel and maybe misstepped the other direction where the other day I said, yeah, actually I've written all of this stuff just because I want to know, in any situation, how Savannah would react by creating an actual person with actual motivations for everything. Wait, you have fanfic of your own character? I have. I, it's not really fanfic. I mean, it's like it's that's your backstory. It's a diary entry. I mean, that's awesome. It's pages and pages and pages long. And like literally like because Austin, this just happened like the other day we were talking and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I, I haven't told anybody, but I do have like a situation that I act from and then Austin's like can you share it and I was like 38 pages later of like red yarn on the wall kind of a thing and Austin was like what the fuck that's incredible <laughs> you're the best kind of D&D player the note taker and the person who fully understands your character that's so good the nightmare human doesn't matter if you know the mechanics that's awesome oh, no. job Welcome. but nightmare humans are the best D&D players yeah oh, great because so, you don't yeah. know if something is like wrong you're coming to D and D from the same place that I'm coming to Animorphs. I don't know the rules, so I can come from with like from an outside angle of like outside the box. That's so cool. Well, you're starting to know some of the rules, <laughs> and like one or two. <laughs> I, I'm picking up things as I go, which is kind of the same way that, that Alex is, yeah. is is going. Uh, I think we yeah so just answering the question real quick we, there was a lot we all we had session zero for one which we <laughs> came up with a lot of stuff in and then there was a bunch of private messages there's a whole group message we we built characters for probably like a month or two before we even played so it was a while there was oh there was a lot. they also uh in that question was also about like npc stuff and knowing that um before we went into it like the minute in session one that Austin said Cameron was with Reese and they were going somewhere and Cameron mentioned going to do something. I knew nothing about Cameron yet, but I did know he was coming to buy weed from me. Mm -hmm. um, and I also knew who, knew who Charles Bedford was 
when I came upon him at the back of the school, or even before that, when I came upon him, Cameron talking to him on the, you know, that pier or whatever, like, I knew who that was. Austin, we didn't have, like, a pause where Austin took me aside and said, hey, by the way, this guy, like, no, he said the name and I went, oh, shit, because like, I, I knew. Oh, we'll I put, like, people into our backstories and stuff, and then just, like, Austin will just sprinkle them into a scene. Mm. It's like, oh, shit, okay, I know that guy. Because... Well, those characters Austin yeah. actually made, and because of the character I built, we talked mm -hmm. about history I had with them, because he right, was like, right, I right. want these people to be here, and yeah. It's that, that DM player con uh, collaboration, where mm. it's like, hey, I've got these NPCs in mind, does this type of character work for the thing that you're thinking? Yes, it does? Perfect. Then here's that guy's name, and here's how you know him, and that's how this is all sorted out. This is the vibe he gives off. Yeah. One of them, both Alex or both Savannah and Grant knew for different That's, reasons. I was just either of them say, like each other or was, was like her. I was just gonna say there's two characters I think that happened with that Austin uh told me about, so I immediately knew. And um one of them was Evan, who I told Austin immediately, he sent me like this little list. I was like, by the way, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. He's the best. <laughs> and then like and then Rena too, which I it was so funny because I was with Corey live when Rena first showed up. And then like the way that you did that scene, I was laughing. Corey's like, stop laughing at me because he had no idea why I was giggling. And it was because Austin was doing an awesome job with it. And it was, Rena it was sucks. great because Rena sucks. And I was laughing about it, but you had no idea why I was laughing about it. It was great. <laughs> I will say Austin did the same thing with me. And I'm a terrible person because I don't remember who... He said I already knew. <laughs> I know one is like a TikTok fan, yeah. so that won't come up. <laughs> he said, kidding. I know it will come up. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the other one it, at all. It, it was Chad. Um, uh, <laughs> Zach's got a stalker <laughs> that just shows up outside of his house. <laughs> uh, wearing unreleased merch. <laughs> unreleased merch from his, his TikTok. Yeah, from, from Zach's TikTok. <laughs> um... You Austin, that? you have to answer for Cameron. Uh, Cameron is an NPC. So, uh... Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Grant knew him. Reese knew him. Um, I, I, yeah, assume, we I assume that Zach and uh, Savannah probably knew who he was, but they didn't have any kind of relationship to him, so I didn't give them They see each other at school. Yeah, I, I, no. I know there are parts of... Cameron's backstory that we don't know yet so I don't want you to necessarily say those mm -hmm. but even though he is an NPC he is such an integral part of what we're doing and he is part of the group and he is you know I know that mechanically you play him a little bit differently than this but he is something of a GM player character yeah yeah to and a I, certain I, degree we, so I I, I'm just curious how much of his backstory you knew before going in and how much you've crafted as we've played. Uh, I had a, so... 48 pages. When I, when, when I start any game, not any game, when I start a new game, a new system, I always make a character. I think Cameron was the character that I made to test out the system, and I was like, as the, as the system changed, I changed. It, it wasn't Cameron, but he was like this build or something. Mm, and then okay. um, when I when I got to around to the game, it was like, all right, I'm I'm gonna make this character. Uh, go with him to the construction site and see what happens. He may get the power, he may not. I don't know. 
Um, but mm-hmm. And then I either adjusted the stats to make them fit what I wanted or whatever. But I had this character kind of built. Um, and then as we start before we played, I had a lot of his backstory made. Like I had his back injury. He's a football player. The stuff with his uh, his Brothers. brother and sister and his parents. Um, a little bit of that got changed and fleshed out after we started playing, but not a whole bunch of it. Like, okay. I think I had a different last name for him when we started, or, or something like that. Well, that hasn't really come up at all. It has. Came up once. It has. It did. <laughs> I don't remember it. Shit. Uh, but yeah, what? I'm, it's funny that you mentioned that because I never thought you would would mention that publicly. But there was a time when Austin um, messaged me and he was like, "Shit, did I tell you Cameron's last name before? Do you say it at all?" I was like, "It has not come up, my dude." He's like, yeah. "Okay, well, I changed it. It's never <laughs> happened." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and now you and now you have betrayed me live on the stream. You betrayed yourself, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, no, no. but yeah, that. Um, to answer, we there was a lot. There was a lot of interaction. I think we had. Um, yeah. So, like, <clears throat> seeing characters pop up. There's some you still haven't seen yet. That uh, mm. I think I'm pretty sure people have in their backstories. Oh, I know. There's at least one because I remember looking at it the other day and going, "Who the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and there's also people that I will probably add. Like, right? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, maybe some he already has added. Who's to say? Uh, nice, Alex. You just <laughs> dropped it. Uh, all right, let's see what else. How Wait, many experiences? Ah, uh, did you re- are you reading that out loud? Yep. How many experience points is Austin going to give the characters for Megamorphs? This is from somebody named Corey He Him. Um, yeah, that's uh, sounds like an idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's just a running joke that, like, we've got a back channel where Austin tells us how many experience points we get. And, like, sometimes within five minutes of us being done, I'll post a GIF or something that's like, so when are you going to give those to us? And <laughs> like it was the, not the long. SpongeBob sweating, like, I don't need it. I don't need Yeah, it. like, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, he hasn't told us yet, so I'm going to keep bothering him. <laughs> uh, so I will answer the question, though. Um, but, but cryptically, <laughs> uh, cool. um, depending on your view of it, well over a hundred. So your you, view, it? your view, view, view of it. So like yeah, it, it, maybe a thousand is well over to you, but maybe like 200 is well. Oh, uh, I mm-hmm. so, so essentially what you've said is over a hundred. Yeah. Well, that's still a pretty decent number, even if it's only 101, but okay, cool. Yeah. I have yeah. a, I have a bottom now, which I never have going into this. So like, <laughs> I still got something out of this stupid question. Corey, what's up? You've always had a bottom. No. That big old thumper. I was born without one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're dragging that wagon. What's up? <laughs> Next up is from Casey. Hey. I love her. She said, why didn't Austin let Savannah flip the van? Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a good fucking question. Uh, yeah. I told them in, in the back channel... I would answer this a little bit. They asked about DCs and stuff a little bit, how I come up with them. 
Because, let's face it, Savannah was a rhino. She rode a 15, and I didn't let her flip the van. <laughs> Oops. Look. Vans are big. Yeah, vans are big. DCs, how how I kind of look at them is every every character will, will stick on strength for this. So every character has a strength score with a strength modifier. Zero, uh, either zero to five unless they're crazy fucking out of this world superpower. Um, so anybody that can get their score to a 20 can potentially roll the same number as a rhino that already has a 20. Does that make sense? Because they they each have a plus five multiplier. multiplier. So if they roll a 20, both of them, they each get 25. That's supposed to be the height of their strength. Mm-hmm. So if Savannah is a human and um, the rhino is a rhino, the rhino should be able to lift more than Savannah, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how strong Savannah gets as a human, she should not be able to lift a car easily. A rhino can't. So, the DCs change, for one, based on how strong you are, uh, the situations going on. Um, literally, millions of factors can play into me setting a DC from 1 to 30 for this. Mm-hmm. So, 30 is supposed to be impossible. 1 is, you know, the easiest thing you can do. Sure. I got to th- I gotta figure it out on the fly. I got to use all those things to figure it out on the fly. So, if 20 is supposed to be a hard check and 15 is supposed to be a medium check, I'm not going to put a van for a Rhino all the way at hard, but I'm not going to make it easy either. So, this think- is a very... This is a very interesting look into your brain how high was the dc Austin? 17 okay that's what i thought it was <laughs> see Corey's there Corey's oh. yeah that's what i would have put it at 15 fucks um, it up 17 flips it that's exactly what i would have said it at i i just uh just sitting here i just googled uh how often do rhinos flip cars and pretty yeah, often might surprise you <laughs> Uh, and then I, uh, it says, uh, can a rhino flip a car? Uh, there was a, uh, 30 year old bull rhino who, uh, weighed more than three tons, uh, flipped a 1.5 ton car with ease. Uh, and I Googled average rhino weight <laughs> and, uh, they're between like 2000 and 3000 pounds on average. Um, so I don't know how that translates to tons because I'm a, a simple idiot. 2,000 uh, pounds is a ton. Got you. Well, There's so... another factor in here too, yep. and that is that anytime <laughs> a baby is stuck under a car, people have been known to lift up cars to get them babies True, out of there. Right. So Adrenaline. <laughs> That's one of those other factors. You want to know what it is another factor in? I apologize my... for the sound of my, my cats in the background, by the way. They're absolutely going ballistic for some uh, jingle toys. My right, brain is, a, is another factor in it, and my brain doesn't know how much a rhino or a car weighs or how much <laughs> adrenaline you need to flip it. Right. I, so sometimes I'll fuck up. She might do it again hey, and the DC will dog, be 15. I'm not even calling it a fuck up. I'm saying um, yeah, like, no, you maybe fuck up. the no, bumper no. ripped off or something. No, trust like, me. I don't think I fucked yeah. up either. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are other times car. where if... Um, one thing that you do as a DM that I like, like if you don't have that, 
th those like extraneous factors and if savannah was or if sorry alex had said the average rate of a rhino is larger than the average weight of this minivan just statistically <laughs> you might have you probably would have factored that in because you you do that but um listen yeah we had some serious talks listen, about falcons once F future grant was um <laughs> he was already struggling in that uh and he had he was supposed to have like a whole villain mm. fight later uh he was already really fucking close to dying in there <laughs> That may have played a part in, in my decision, too. I, yeah. To be honest, I don't know everything. Like, just thinking back, it's it's really a split decision. They planned extremely well, and they fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. We did it. That's So that's okay. why she didn't flip the van. Yeah. You, you're muted. You <laughs> didn't want me to. <laughs> and we were, we were rolling spectacularly the entire the entire episode oh yeah you guys you're rolling yeah. pretty pretty fucking well uh, i wasn't but that was a good thing <laughs> except for when i needed to break out of the fucking morph thing yeah but it builds character for you to think that you're gonna be stuck the whole episode yeah you'd have a lot of character if you had some extra little leggies out of your stomach mm. listen i like those leggies austin will put them back he, he already threatened once. i don't yeah. like them that much okay uh, stop talking about it i <laughs> like it just it. enough this is your moment of you get in the shower and it's like the ant head in your back, but you find out it's just a teeny spider leg oh, in your back. Oh. Go home and take a shower, Zach, so I can do that. No. Oh, yuck. <laughs> no, it happened, in, it happened in the break. All, ever again. <laughs> I really like it. It happened in the break. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, I'm going to hold Casey's next question. I wanted that to be the last one we do for the fan questions. Okay, cool. Uh, well, there's another one here I haven't seen yet, but when we get to it, maybe I'll switch Casey and hers out. We'll see. Uh, from, from Al Gal, she has a few, but the first one is, uh, what was Grant do going to do once he got to jail? Um, lawyer time. I, he was going to chill. He was probably going to call. Honestly, he was, if it hadn't gone the way it had gone and they had just been going to uh, the jail, um and not been having that conversation that was still ongoing. I've already talked about how Grant is not averse to pain. Um, and it's not something that really matters that much to him, especially no, now that he knows he can just heal it. Um, he was going to go full wild and just like beat his face into the back of the cop car to freak out H Hank. And then when he got to the jail, he was just going to call Ricky and he was going to sit and wait. Um, like he he wasn't there wasn't any reason to do anything else unless something crazy came up like i don't know cameron using an orange crystal to explode the cop car they were in oh we'll get, um is that what which one you think was thinking back on it i think it was pro oh do you think it was oh my god what a psycho no it was the black one and he rushed it God should you? I think you should also give our behind-the-scenes joke answer that we kept saying you were gonna do. Uh, that I was gonna was that that I was gonna morph and run away. No, he was gonna call his lawyer, his lawyer of the year, oh, Naomi yeah. Berenson. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> Naomi Berenson. Yeah, I was gonna call my lawyer Naomi Berenson. I forgot about that one. It's alright, Q. One day, one day you'll get it. 
Well, I mean, I've already picked up on context clues. It's a character from the book. Just anything that I don't understand, I'm like, oh, it's from the book. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, her second question was where ha- uh, was Hank actually taking him? Uh, Corey, do you want to speculate on that, or anybody can speculate on that that has listened? If you, if York you... Pool. I have not. I just don't want to speculate. Okay. <laughs> I, I. I'm sorry, Jerk River. Jerk River. In this um, I, I think he was just. I think he is naive, and thought he was going to be able to pressure Grant into answering his questions just because he had put them in, him into the back of a cop car. Um, oh, I so think he, he was, was abusing his around. power as a police officer, cool. which which Grant called him out for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I maybe he is. Maybe he's crazier than this. I, I don't know enough about Hank, but I doubt he was going to go execute me in the woods. Um, yeah. I think he was just trying to put the pressure on. You got it. it he, w- he wasn't going anywhere. He was just driving around. Yeah, uh, it was actually a way for me to get you away from buildings that I didn't want Cameron to, to hit you <laughs> uh, So I was like, he goes the opposite way of the police Ooh. department. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, it's one of those things where, like, on the one hand, I can sympathize with the wanting to know where his brother is and stuff, but as Grant brought up, um, he came to me as a concerned brother and arrested me as a cop. Um that didn't real that doesn't really build trust and then he's oh, like yeah. you know well i could arrest you on anything i'm like oh you can just go search my house can you motherfucker well what, um, his point to i think um just to speak on that his point to that was uh it's not no it's not me coming into your house to do whatever it's comparing you to him like yeah, he's abusing his power as a cop, but you're not an angel either. So who are you to tell him that he can't do that? That was that was what I was trying to communicate between that. That's and I'm gonna say that that actually that did come across, um, especially with the like extra knowledge that mm-hmm. Grant has that he doesn't about like the perils of the universe and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Grant is very much like, shut the fuck up, you child. <laughs> not here for it at all yeah. like, not like like hank you get paid to be an upstanding citizen of the city and to protect the law that's your job like what are you talking about hey you can't been, compare me a child and criminal <laughs> we've been saying acab the whole show and you guys are surprised the bad cop fucking shows up <laughs> I wasn't surprised. <laughs> uh, like, as soon as you were like, oh, yeah, my, like, Bart says his brother's a cop, and I'm like, narc. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> uh, the next one is, how did future Cameron follow his nemesis? So I have thought about this a whole lot. Um, and I want to keep it secret, <laughs> just in case we um, we, we revisit, revisit anybody in this. Uh, if we don't buy like season three, throw it back at me and not season three. That's close. Yeah. Well, if we well, give me a number, cause I'll, I'll fucking follow up on this shit. Alex, you pick an appropriate number where these characters should come back in or <laughs> I have to tell this secret. Book five. 36. 
Um, let's see. Based on how much numerically this is, and we're going to be doing some sort of interlude between each book. Oh, yeah. We may even do two sometimes. Okay, then after book four leading into book five. All right. That sounds right to me. You guys heard it here. You'll All get right. your answer then. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, See you guys in two years. I'll start a fucking podcast about it. <laughs> From, oh, my God. <laughs> She'll do it. <laughs> All right. Alga has another question. Also, this isn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I absolutely loved how Austin gave Grant a vivid picture of what he would become if he allowed himself to be influenced by redacted. Uh that fiery eyeball. Um so she she just caught thanks. Sauron. Thanks. Uh but Casey did piggyback off of that. What was yeah. the collaboration? What was the collaboration again like between Austin and Corey for that? Collaboration. <laughs> uh, Corey. So there was like some stuff. I don't. I haven't gave Corey a whole lot on that really. Like he he knows. Um, Austin made let me make a lot of decisions about that character. Um, we talked a little bit about why. Grant chose to do that. We have some backstory on why that version of Grant pledged his services to some forward story. Uh, yeah, like we know, we know why he worked for uh, what he kept referring to as his lord or his master. Um, but uh, we. Um, left other things just up to um basically what what austin seemed to want to do is he wanted the story to go a certain way tonally and he wanted um i wanted to keep you from going too far astray from what yeah. i had planned yeah and so like i was able to make a lot of decisions but when i was planning things he very subtly pushed back on certain things for reasons that I realized later. Like he was um, going to go talk to Grant in the uh, in the jail. That's, in the jail, that's one yeah, of them. yeah, that is one of them. Um, and uh, you know, he pushed back on it for reasons that were ultimately bullshit. Um, but uh, you know, is because he had other things that were happening there. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the personality and stuff, and how Grant feels about things, I even asked Austin about, and he said that's up to you. Um, so like a lot of the um kind of attitude he had, and uh, the specifically soft spot for possum and things like that, that was me. Um. So a lot of it I wrote, but it was within strict confines of the fact that Austin was telling a story with him. He gave you a skeleton and you fleshed it out. Very mm -hmm. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, fleshed it out based on his character that wasn't his character. Like it, I, mm -hmm. I'm giving it up to Corey for this because he was such. Yeah. Like I couldn't have did it like, without, without. If Grant went down the darkest timeline in Basically. ten years, who would he be? That type of thing. That's awesome. Uh, also, I want to address something because. Grant was not the only PC character that came back. Reese did mm -hmm. come back too. And I talked to Q about this. There's a reason I didn't have Q come in and play Reese because Reese wasn't Reese. He was yep. Zepton. Like he was he was a yerk. I, I don't know if that 
I'm pretty sure it came through, but absolutely. it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it also, I don't know that we explicitly said it, Austin, but I know that in fiction there were times when, like, Grant asked him things like, does he feel, fe is he afraid? What's it like in there? Mm -hmm. Alluding to the fact that uh, Reese is a vegetable. And there's, in the first episode, he says, uh, what's it like, like, trying to remember those things? And, and yeah. Zepton says it's like something being on the tip of your tongue, can't remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, like, so the like whole... He can't tap into Reese's he memories can't really. He can't, it's easily. just hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Reese is comatose on the yep. inside. So when like being piloted like a like a meat uh, Iron Man suit. Yeah. So like when Zach and Reese were asking questions and asking you know Reese specifically like, well, how did you feel or what do you remember about this and stuff? Zeptin was full of shit on every single one of those answers because he has no idea. <laughs> huh. That that um, hmm, that vision. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, did he actually not remember the vision or is Reese just brain dead? Should I? Yeah, that's. A, I think that's a good question to leave in the air, like a leading yeah, question. Yeah, about hundred percent. Alagal in the chat just now, um, in our Twitch chat, just said the whole time I was trying to figure out how Reese could keep doing the tentacle thing, and it's literally just because he's a stream, um, a stream, and that. practiced and skilled at it, and also maybe some other future things we don't know. Like we don't know what was affecting Reese and 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 all that kind of stuff. But I do know that seeing that kind of dark reflection of himself is going to be uh, affecting how Reese is going to be behaving and how he's going to be uh, conducting himself in the future. Nice. That, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, so there may be other stuff that plays in. I'm not going to count it out because who knows what will come up later. But a stream is how I was justifying him doing all that. Uh, and I was, I was trying to advance it past the books to, like, give you a, a mm -hmm. glimpse of stuff like that. Right. So, so, like, a level 18 druid, basically. Up there. Corey, do you want yeah. to tell them how many, how many experience points that you got to to level up? And that would kind of give you a, an idea of how, how high they were. Um, so, as far as what future Grant could do, I got... I got like some extra tech stuff that you guys saw me use that I was mm -hmm. able to do. Uh, and I, um, after Austin swore me to secrecy on the fact that I was going to be more involved in this stuff. And I was like, okay. He said, okay, you have 3000 experience points to spend however you want. <laughs> oh. And I went, what the fuck? <laughs> so you started with grants, like base yeah. level. Thing, I started and then with Grant as he is now. And then Perfect. added 3000 experience points on right top on. And you just got to, oh, yeah kid in a candy store purchase whatever you wanted mm -hmm. so, largely yeah. i just made him able to get good at being bad more. yeah yeah right which on. that didn't really come up too much no but he but, yeah. he was pretty liberal with the morph usage throughout did you add all your uh 10 pit points on the end that was one thing i was wondering if you remembered to do your tough morpher stuff um i actually didn't but i i'll be honest the way that that battle went, I kind of like that mm -hmm. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I'll, how the battle ended, I loved. But, Something uh, interesting that you just mentioned uh, is that uh, you focused on Grant being able to morph more often and do extra things with his morphs and stuff. And isn't Grant the first one who suffered from morph exhaustion? 
So it would play into it that, oh, like, yeah. he wanted to do as many things as possible without getting tired like he has in the past. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Well, now we'll, we'll go to Casey's question. Um, yeah, I like this one a lot. What was each cast member's biggest surprise slash plot twist moment? Like, what point made you go, what? Holy shit! The most. Or better phrased, what put, what part took you by surprise the most? Uh, Corey, you go first. Well, you've been talking be- a lot, but yeah, you go I first. Say, I like this. Okay. All right, all right. Um, it was, and this is going to be a good testament to how even with how included Austin had me in crafting this, um, he still made sure that there were things that I didn't know. When we started part three and he had me in the back of the cop car with Hank and I realized that I was going to be a part of this story as current Grant, I went, what? <laughs> um, like, I, they, you can audibly, if you go back, you can hear the surprise in my voice. I was <laughs> like, because I knew I needed to be there for that recording. I figured we were going to have something where future Grant comes and attacks Savannah or something. But, like, most of Savannah's stuff that happened ended up being with my actual character, Grant. I did not know he was going to be an involved part of the story. I didn't expect him to be. I expected Austin to put him in a cell so that I could be playing the villain. So that was a welcome surprise. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Savannah, why don't uh, you go next, Alex? Well, I think that's Austin. Yeah. Uh, you want to call that or no? <laughs> so, yeah, you, you can go ahead and go. Uh, I don't... There was so, so many surprises, but, like, I don't know that the biggest surprises got the biggest kind of response from me either like there was stuff that very much surprised me but like that wasn't the stuff that i really really reacted to but let's see what would probably be the biggest surprise i guess um i mean cameron's entrance was buck wild future cameron's entrance that was a huge surprise because like it was baffling enough with like possum but like possum seeking out savannah isn't overall i think like yeah it's surprising how he turned up but like okay and then like cameron came out and it was like what the fuck man <laughs> what is happening <laughs> so probably that nate um a couple of moments really stand out uh the first is like the the turn because i was actually starting to be like okay cool future grant and Brees. there's no problems here <laughs> and then i got completely shocked uh and then the the second was honestly um seeing future possum because that was such a fucking wild oh, yeah, just came, description yeah came in your fight too yeah yeah, yeah. so i like I don't know what level of understanding Alex or, or um, Q had, but I kind of figured out Corey kind of knew what was going on, but I was fucking clueless. I thought we were going to be dealing with fucking Brad and Chad being yerks or some shit, and like we were going to have to do that. And then fucking Terminator shows up, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, all right. It's some weird shit. It's some wild megamorph shit. Cool. Love it. Yeah. 
I, you know, you, you saying that made me think. I was also shocked that my um, Cameron become Yerk and clear Barton Chad. Uh, I I was surprised that worked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to. Uh, Q. Awesome. Oh, dude, I. Um. I mean, I had the same level of surprise and excitement as I do for for every episode because I had no idea what to expect. The the thing that I think that in this uh, surprised me the the most, I suppose, is um, the because I hadn't heard anything about future Grant. It was it was the the heel turn mm. Um where, like, I think at one point I did an insight roll to see if they were telling the truth, but I didn't I didn't roll well enough to pick up on whether he was happy about uh, the other crew, like, being dead or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're dead and gone, man. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, he seems to be truthful about that. And I didn't roll well enough to be like, you see this glint in his eye who were... So there's something more that he's not telling I, you. That type of I bullshit. fucking killed her. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, I'll tell you what happened, motherfucker. I mm. killed her. Like that whole line that you gave, and I was like, oh, f- we're so fucked right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad so, I played that well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I was, I was mostly surprised by how, uh, how good of a villain Corey can play. <laughs> uh, we, we'll say me and Corey talked about that a lot because we knew we had a plan for like how we wanted it to go down. And I would say essentially the plan went off pretty good. Like the one moment you guys, when we got there and you guys got out of the van and you questioned why Cameron needed to come with us. And I was like, I just think we should all stay together. And you like, you guys were like, why? And, like, I was just spinning some bullshit. I was this close to hitting the panic button and attacking you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's, I was like, let's just play it out. See, and then you guys got in there and I was like, they're stuck. Um, but, yeah, there were a few moments, but where you guys were hinging on the verge of being a little bit too suspicious. And I was like, Ugh. fucking child box. Um, yeah, and, like, the van was specifically built to trap you guys in it was austin and i talked about that too because he wanted you know uh and i did too wanted a situation where you guys would have been able to not have that happen and basically what we came to was you guys had the opportunity to suss out that something smelled bad and that it was weird and that you weren't going to trust or were going to you know question things too much and not get in the van and then things would have gone differently and like the anti-morph thing would have been applied earlier the fight might have happened quicker mm-hmm. and it would have put a, a you know grant especially in a more disadvantageous position um so yeah there was a lot of like uh they needed to figure it out before getting in the van because the van was a death trap you know we had done so much to make sure that once you guys were in the van altogether, there was not no getting out um mm-hmm. there was the con checks that let you guys take some movements before but yeah um that was tense for me because I, I i'm trying to hold a nat 20 on 
on smashing out the window. Yeah. Then I probably would have crawled halfway out and then like and then like fallen down. Or yeah. yeah, even yeah. if you would have gotten out of the van, we had already gotten gassed, so mm -hmm. it didn't really matter. Yeah, and there were other things like, you know, we had the gas masks and the the uh, partition, mm -hmm. and you know, Reese mentioned that he was going to drive, and Zeptin was like, "No, I always drive." And Zach called shotgun, and Grant was like, "I called shotgun before you got here." <laughs> Man, and like, if you guys had insisted on those things because you were suspicious, mm -hmm. it would have blown everything up because you can't be in the front seat. We have right. to be able to access these things, the buttons and the masks and everything. And you guys just eventually went, yeah, all right. And you did it. And I'm, I, Corey, was like, no, <laughs> don't trust me, me oh, that you that you argued shotgun because I couldn't <laughs> be in the front. <laughs> I really thought it was just you being a dick. Nope. <laughs> I needed you to not be up there. God damn it. Yeah, and you know my first thought too was like one of us should be a bird and fly just in case some shit goes down so we have like a surprise. I should have just like stayed gorilla and like did thought speak in order like then got back in the in the van to drive. But you I know, figured we were going somewhere. When you, when you stayed gorilla I was like that's gonna be something to deal with and then you demorphed and I was like <laughs> Yeah, All right. I stayed gorilla, got back to the cabin, demorphed, and then... Fuck. I thought they were going to leave Cameron behind, and I was like, oh, well, there's another player on the board then. But they didn't. Uh, all right, I mean, that, those are our questions. Um, <laughs> can I add an anti... anti can I add another surprise onto the end of that? That's yes. not mine. Yes. My favorite... One of my favorite moments happened in back-channeling, which was when we were in the woods, Austin, you narrated that there was a brown blur that went behind the rhino. And I laughed because I was like, oh, possum's in the fight. It was never a question in my mind. And I back channel Corey. I'm like, possum. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then he did not pick up on that. I was I like, possum's here. <laughs> and she was like the brown blur. And I went, yeah. holy shit, it's possum. <laughs> awesome. Because I knew Austin Possum existed, but like I did not pick up on the brown blur thing. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that was. There was a couple of things that just kind of got lost in the narrative. So like Cameron being thrown into one of the cells never got said. But there yeah. was three cells, so we assumed he was it, in there. Like, that was a very like clever leaving out of a detail of Cameron. Like, oh, yeah, that helped out, cell, obviously. Yeah. And but like Corey didn't have enough anti-morph things to do it to Cameron as well. Right. So okay, got you. So like the 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 two players who are waking up in a jail cell not knowing what's going on. Of course, we wouldn't know that there was a third person who could actually do shit. Yeah, who could who could do something. So like, yeah, it's like we don't know what happened to whoever, and Cameron never yelled out to say anything to us, so we just assumed he wasn't there. Well, so yeah. if you if you guys remember, you all woke up. Uh, you all were knocked out by the gas. Cameron was knocked out by smacking his head against the uh, mm -hmm. the partition. Maybe he just stayed out a little bit longer. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, because, uh, oh, sorry, Nate, you were going to say something. I was going to say he's a football player. He's used to concussions. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Um, <laughs> because of who, uh, I don't know if you guys have listened back to the first couple of parts yet, but... Um, and it's actually something that I picked up on on a re-listen that I didn't have context for at first. Uh, when mentioning 
looking for Cameron to find out where you guys were and where the thing was, Zeptin said, I want to fucking kill him. And it's because future Cameron is such a thorn in their sides. Mm. But Austin didn't tell Corey that. So it wasn't until a re-listen that I realized that the reason Zeptin has so much more ire for Cameron is because our timeline's Cameron actively fights against us. Gotcha. Uh, so that was a cool thing. And I want—I did want to keep Cameron a secret from you. Because... Yeah, no, it was good. I had no idea. Um, so let's let's get into. We only have a little bit, a little bit of time left. So uh, let's go around. Any moments you want to talk about, uh, your favorite moment, whatever. Uh, we got about ten minutes or so. So I got one. Giving up the damn cube and time matrix. Yeah. We we didn't give up the time matrix. Oh yeah, did we? The good one. We gave up both. Oh yeah, because you grabbed both and you were like, "Fine, yeah. fuck it." Yeah. So I want to go on record that Nate still thinks that was a stupid decision, but Zach is on on board with it. Got you. And we, we I don't think it was a good or I don't think it was a good or bad decision. I don't think it was stupid or not stupid. Yeah. I think it was narratively interesting. Yeah. Narratively I, interesting for sure. Tactically dumb as shit. Yeah. Let's I hated the it. pieces I, off the board. Is, is nah. Reese's. Item better. That's what I was gonna do, but <laughs> here's my argument for this. It's that at the end of the day, we are telling a story that is from the world of Animorphs in some way. And if we never, in the game that we played, made a crazy, stupid, reckless decision based on hope, we would not be playing a fucking Animorphs game. <laughs> right on. Fair enough. Again, narratively, good. As a D&D player, it made me. As the game. player, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because we saw that the cube can give morphing powers back. And yeah. if we lose them again... What are we going to do? Oh, that's we don't a good know question. mechanically how that works, though. Yeah, we, we have no idea. Know. We have but no we idea how we them. lost them. Uh, I will hey, say man, this. Like, since he, he took the... Uh, the Escafield device is... There's a draft on it on the... Um, the civilians, c- and civilians and superpowers things. Uh, it has six uses before it has to be recharged. So you guys can count those up. Oh, damn. Right on. Okay. How do, you, do we know how it gets recharged? I uh, you know, <laughs> no, you know. I mean, Whatever. as players, hopefully, future Cameron know. does. <laughs> I hope future Cameron figures it out. Yeah, it was on... charge it with the time. <laughs> it was on the charging device in Elfangor's ship. <laughs> but then he oh, used shit. it five times, so uh, he used it once. Yeah, one more for. He handed him a desk toy. Well, future Cameron used it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, he man. he might have some. Uh, I mean, we we do know that there things are a little bit more in the open uh, at a, the world he comes from. So even with how dumb he is, he may be able to get hey, some freedom fighters and info more, man. Like, oh, he is. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like he he made some decisions while we were with him oh. and that he's still dumb. <laughs> I feel like Cameron's like intelligence score not very high. I feel like over time his wisdom score gets fucking boosted. Me and Corey, oh yeah, me and Corey and Alex I think talked about that about yeah. his, his wisdom and intelligence score. Yeah, no, yeah. like he definitely has a lot more like world knowledge and like he he's you know fighting a lot of this fight by himself. But like 
most of it is that he he even mentions to Savannah and Grant when they're doing stuff. He's like, we need a plan going in there. I am not good at plans. I need your guys' help. Um, because he's very self-aware and he knows his role and he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. But like he he's not the smartest tool, in the sharpest tool in the shed, and he knows it. Um, he's not the smartest hammer. He's not the smartest hammer. <laughs> um, not the brightest spoon in the drawer. Yeah. He um, it, it it's a such a good moment, but like you know, talking about moments, the like green crystals that heal you, um, he to he said to demonstrate how they worked, he broke one under Grant's nose and said these will heal your injuries. They won't completely fix you up, but they'll um, they'll you know stabilize you and help a lot. Uh, we don't have a lot of them. They're really rare, so we gotta be careful, but we can use them. And then Savannah goes, why did you just break one under Grant's nose if he was fine, if they're rare? And then Grant goes, yeah, that's actually a really good question. And he went, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. <laughs> and, like, that was one of the moments more than anything else where we're like, pretty sure you're Cameron and not a year. <laughs> good pretty sure that's actually you. That was a great moment. Yeah, and it was playing. That's awesome. I can't wait until yeah, it was super Nate planned. back. Super, it was written. Do it. it was written down, okay? I was like, if you look, I was like this when I was saying, uh, I didn't think about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm really excited for Nate to listen back to the part that we were in and find out about his treehouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Nate. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. He got some Listening. hints. <laughs> we made some shit canonical that... <laughs> yeah, evidently my dad's got all my porn now. Maybe. Not all of it. Some, some <laughs> picked the, up the DVDs out of the yard. On. He tuck it. There's more. The There's more that you'll find this, out. In this jacket. And... Oh, and, and Reese is going to be hearing probably some shit about uh, his his hooligan friend Grant from his father. <laughs> oh, my <Fair>. God. <laughs> what I'll be doing over the break. <laughs> Oh, shit. I've got chores I have to do at Reese's and Zach's house. And somehow I don't. Somehow despite you doing don't. way worse. Yeah. Grant offered. Yeah, he stop offered offering, man. I felt bad. Uh, I, so is there another moment? Yeah. Uh, I, I have one. I want to hear it. Me too. Then I'll See tell you. you. <laughs> uh... My favorite moment was the fucking boss fight where the dice just absolutely played along with how fucking enraged I was at that time. I wasn't mad at anybody here, like in particular, but I was fucking livid at that point because of what was going down with Possum, and I was ready to fucking murder. Speaking of back channels, I sent Alex an apology (laughs) during the game. During the game, because Alex was like, "Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I did. Savannah was like, "What are you fucking idiots doing? You fucked up my dog." And I'm just sitting like, "I'm sorry. He told us to leave." Don't worry, he's just the dog in her face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can. I mean, I don't know that everybody can, but you can. Oh, I could. Ready to fucking rage. So when we roll an initiative, <laughs> I didn't do any of those oh. things. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Your ass again, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pose I've ever done? Uh, yes, you're doing it right now. 
Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, can y'all still hear me? Yeah, we can still hear okay. you. <laughs> wait, a, wait a quick. Uh, I'll piggyback off that. That is my favorite moment, too. Especially the the running crit. Like, the the very first one. Where she ripped his throat out? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I told them yeah. after this, my favorite thing that ever happens is when Dice rolls and form the narrative or reflect the narrative. So, like, she's pissed off, so she's going to do her best. And she rolls a crit on the first fucking attack. You got That doesn't happen. That's like winning the lottery. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like... Okay. Other times you try to open a door and the dice just fuck you for nine rounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just went off perfect. So. Um, Grant, Grant my favorite moment was. My, my favorite moment was when Zach could uh, start morphing again. That was a big one. <laughs> yeah. That was. Oh, my face. Like, my beautiful face. Oh. I have a really cool concept for a backup character, but I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah, I've still got more, more like Reese. Got more, more boards to skate yeah. and more ticks to talk. <laughs> I um, it this, you know, another I guess favorite moment, but this is purely from a like meta narrative. Was mm. the plausible reason to after getting them all tied up and in the back of the van and everything to get rid of the dead weight that was uh, mm. Bart and Chad. Because, um, narratively speaking, uh, Grant's fiery master uh, had barred him from killing any of the humanimals. No one else was safe. There was a very real version of this where Bart and Chad got murdered. And there was a second time that Grant saved them by observing them early enough that we didn't fucking slaughter them. They One of them was almost a speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. One Grant orders the kill shot. Basically, the other Grant saves them. That's mm -hmm. that's that's a nice. Uh, whatever. If they had been if they had been stayed back at the cabin though, mm -hmm. like especially Zeptin, like I think Grant probably would have been like, I don't care, and left, and Zeptin probably would have slit their throats. Turned him inside out. Yeah. Narratively, it would have really made things easier going forward. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> uh. I would say Just that as a power gamer, gameplay saying. it would have made things easier. Uh, Narratively, it makes things more interesting. What about Bart dying and Hank? The last person that Hank knows where that knows where he's at is Grant. That yeah. Do you, do you rather? Would you rather have a kid that doesn't have a yerk in his head or a cop that thinks you killed his brother? So Corey, what's your next character going to be? Um, I mean, listen. Grant keeps dying and he's still here, so I haven't written the next one yet. This next one's gonna be Grant too. Yeah, eventually, eventually Austin's gonna get sick of this song and dance where he just, you know, kind of kills Grant and he's just gonna be dead, and I'll have to figure it out. I have to move to somebody else. Does anyone here? Uh, I mean, I know who's next. Austin, on that list. not included. Uh, any of my fellow players? Do you have a backup character? Because I don't. Yes. I, I put all of my. I put all of my eggs in the Reese basket. Austin can confirm. I have a backup character. It's not named mm -hmm. or anything. There's a in uh, my mind, character concept, yeah. Concept, yeah. In my mind, because I don't know anything, dying is just the equivalent of getting fired off of this show. Like yeah. No. <laughs> um 
Hang on, let her no, think you, that. You get, uh, <laughs> Casey <laughs> says Grant. Casey says Grant has nine lives. Well, he's nice. got six left. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Uh, I, I feel like if, if a character dies, then you get two weeks to grieve. Uh, mm. Like two sessions. And then you get to come back with your with your next character after that amount of time. Well, that'd be like a month. So <laughs> It just depends on the situation, I would say. Yeah. So if you guys are on a space mission and it's just you guys and one of you kills the Wait, other Wait, we go to space? Oh. But like, <laughs> if one of you kills the other one, then like, we'll probably where am I going to get another person? You know? You stop my on next planet and find a clique. My yeah, my my next character is gonna be a scritnaw who's just running around going and getting shiny things. I'm gonna play. That won't uh, last long. No, I'm gonna yeah, play just a, like the dopiest like uh, what what are the blue like Geds. creatures with the taxon? Like, Geds. Geds. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna Geds. play like a, a like a like an armored Ged that you guys just like put armor on and walk in and like watch him walk in a circle because he's lopsided and just leave him like hey we'll be back eventually <laughs> just i have a negative and, and, two to and everyone else will go look over there and the get will turn and be like i don't see it and they're they quite useless creatures <laughs> like i'm tall enough to not fit through doorways it just hit i i have my my head on the top of the of the doorway and just keep walking forward and not moving anywhere like i'm in a video game clipping <laughs> I was very pleased with how all of this went. I um, I kind of wanted you guys to figure out that Grant was full of shit, but it, it still ended up being very fun. We did eventually. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I really love Scorn Cat. At the I, worst possible time when yeah. <laughs> you're locked in yeah, a but, cell. I really hey. love. He smeared his ass all over the forest floor. So nah, he did that. Um, <laughs> I uh, I really loved after asking where Savannah was and you guys saying, I think she just got off of work. When I was like, excellent, that's great to know. And then <laughs> Zach went, I didn't like that. And then he's like, all right, Zeptin, put on the mask, and they go, <laughs> oh, oh. There was some, uh, Alex Fuck. said I did some creepy stuff with... You did. Fucking creep the shit out of me, Austin. <laughs> Fucking, it was the exact line. Literally, I was watching it all today, and you got to the exact line where you were in playing Reese, and Reese had been doing, like, current Reese was saying all this stuff, like, hey, like, shut up, sweetheart, like, all that jazz. And then you hey, said something like, shut up. I'll help you out, cutie. And it was the creepy, like, literally, if Austin said this to me today, I'd be like, goodbye, you're a fucking creep. I'm done. And, like, Austin's I... A great actor. Oh. Okay, but when he does it to you, don't get in the fucking van with him, bro. <laughs> it's creepy as shit. It's so creepy. I, like, literally paused the stream. I was like, this is the creepiest shit Austin's ever done. What the fuck? Maybe that's the real me. I'm sorry. I get no. in vans with strangers. Don't tell me that, like, right before I come visit you. Are you kidding me? You're going to be okay. I don't know. Oh, it's even worse with the face like that. It'll be fine. <laughs> hey, unless any, you guys have any other things you want to say, I don't have anything. No, I think that's about it. We um, don't. I'm glad you didn't kill Possum. Me too. You would have been in big trouble. Shit. I'm glad. I'm glad that there was only one casualty. 
<laughs> of an unnamed mover. Oh. Well, oh. Oh boy. We'll miss yeah. him. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, until what are we doing? You guys, if you want our socials, mine's at D and D B Pod. Corey. Oh, um, I'm at Rum Renegade on Twitter. You can add me there if you want, and I'll interact. But I'm not on there very often, so it's like screaming into the void. But sometimes the void screams back. Uh, go check out our Discord and join it if you really want to talk to me. I'm there all the time. Nate. I am called the Splinter Smith on all things internet. If you Google the Splinter Smith, you'll find me. Uh, primarily, I try to be on Twitch. Uh, I'm in the Discord quite often. I'm also on a podcast called Soup Salad Sandwich, which we really ought to record for soon. Um, and I've been in a show, a different show, and it's over now. Season one is oh. called Sporadic Phantoms. Look it up; it's fun. Anyway, uh, Q. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter uh, at hello. This is Q. Uh, I'm the exact opposite of Corey. I'm terminally online, so uh, you can literally at any time of day uh, just at me, and I will most likely respond. And Alex, I am on Twitter, my personal one at Alex and Birds. If you want to hit me up there, I am mostly on the internet always, but uh, I do podcasts. I am. On one called Animorphs Anonymous. That's how Austin found me. We talk a lot about Animorphs, and now we talk about all the other Michael Grant and Catherine Applegate properties. Uh, I am on Horse Girls, which uh, we say that we talk about horse novels, YA novels, but like really, that's a front for what we fucking do on that show. Uh, Soup Salad Sandwich, <laughs> you found out about that one. <laughs> so, and uh, occasionally on Cadmus to Crisis as well when we're not in hiatus. So, those are all the places you can find me. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You got our Twitters. Tweet yeah. at us. You want the invite to the Discord? We'll let you in. Uh, yeah. our, our next session, our next stream is uh, April, no, March. Yeah, March 13th. Uh, 11 AST, EST, whatever you want to call it. Sorry, fucking Corey. There, and there, may be, there may be some new project happening, but I don't know if that's ready to announce. I don't it, think it is. I'll shut no, up. No, no. Uh, and take this daylight savings, so be there yeah. or be square. Don't fuck up the daytime savings. And guess what it is? Guess what the thirteenth is, guys. Start uh, book two. Oh. Of March. Yeah. No, that's the fifteenth. No. <laughs> yeah. Sunday the thirteenth. It's very spooky. Ooh. Yeah. An auspicious day yeah, to start when... book two. It's an awesome yeah. day. It's an Austin suspicious <laughs> day to start with. <laughs> a, a suspicious day to start. Sunday the 13th. It's the day that uh, Jesus was drowned in Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Camp Crystal Lake. We would still uh, have Jesus if it wasn't right. Camp Crystal Lake. That's, that's in the book of Jason. I remember now. If yeah. we're going to do that, then we're just going to say fuck Pontius Pilate, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> fuck 21 Pilots. We don't need them. No! No! No, no Pontius... Corey. Corey said that. You can't talk I'm, about Q like that. I said Pontius Pilate. Yeah. I know what that means. Do you? Yeah, 21 Pilots. It's no. from To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, fuck the rich. <laughs> fuck the bike strap. We gotta go. We gotta go. I'm having an aneurysm. Uh, and religious trauma. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>